0: January 1st, 2007, State Farm Stadium, Glendale, Arizona. It's overtime. Fourth and
1: two from the five-yard line, the undefeated Boise State Broncos trail.
0: The number seven Oklahoma Sooners. Quarterback Jared Zabransky motions out. They snap it to the running back. He rolls out. He's gonna throw. Touchdown. 42-41, the extra
1: point ties it, but wait. Are they going for two? This is the Statue of Liberty game. Hello. Welcome to Games with Names presented by
0: WinBet. I'm Julian Edelman. I'm Sam Morell, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. Today's episode, the 2007
1: Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. Number seven, Oklahoma, the Sooners. Versus number nine, the underdogs, the Boise State Broncos.
0: Special guest, Jared Zabransky and Adrian Peterson. We got a doozy, man. Doozy. Two guests. Two guests. Different perspective, different side. One's
1: gonna be happy, one's gonna be mad, or they both could be happy. We're gonna figure it out.
0: Maybe they're both content. Maybe they're both content. Maybe this, they're just happy people. This is this game. This game was insane. Ins i i'm not a huge college sports guy so you know i love the pro sports but they they sent us this game and i was like yeah this is a classic this is insane instant classic i remember being was it, 2007
1: you know i played college football we were we didn't go to bowl games so i was at home you know visiting my family because we had a lot of off time but in the dungeon a bunch of friends That was the room I lived in. We called it the dungeon because it was like an outlaw
0: unit. You had to go outside to get in. And the fireworks from I wanted to bring women back to the dungeon. (laughs) You want to come back to my dungeon? That was a house of higher education, okay? We had a mechanic and a homemaker. All right, that's what we had. Fair enough.
1: You know, we we kept it pretty PG there. We (laughs) kept it very PG there. But back to this game. I remember sitting in that room and, like, everyone wanted... The Boise State Broncos to win because they were the underdogs, especially guys like me that went. to, I was in the MAC, Mid American Conference, was wasn't one of these big top five conferences, and you had a team representing the the, the little schools going in. A lot of lot of controversy about these Boise State teams because they got they got really good talent, but they played in the whack at the time. Like, but you still wanted to see them go out and win against the you know that's a, that's a that's a cornerstone
0: program it's oh. david versus goliath it's 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 an it's a classic underdog it, boise state to me is like the team that gets no respect you know they keep winning but no one respects them it, they they
1: had a track record what, the year before they beat the oregon ducks in the in the what holiday bowl and then the year before that, that that's when everyone started talking crap because they go out they get undefeated they let them into a bcs game and they end up losing. Who'd they lose to, Jack?
2: They lost to Louisville in the Liberty Bowl.
1: Louisville in the Liberty Bowl was it? Were they undefeated that year? They were. So that's when people were like, "All right, you're, you know, you go out, you win twelve games in the whack. You're playing San Jose State. You're playing, you know, all all these smaller type schools. When you start playing these big, big, big schools, these these dog schools, you're nothing and that's what they were dealing with all week in the media, or all month, because they have a month before the game. Crazy, going into this.
0: Crazy. I mean, I, I mean, the, the the way they even talk about this game is Oklahoma, the most winningest franchise since World War II. Program. They could, program. Sorry, sorry program. winningest program since World War. II. They could have just said uh, the '40s. They don't have to bring Warren to this. <laughs> I thought. Remember that time we nuked Japan? That's how long they've been good. Uh, but no, they've been they've been on fire forever, and and it it is the small school versus the huge program, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean the funding that Oklahoma gets compared to Boise State, I wonder what that looks like. Crazy, and that and that's and that's the thing. Like when you watch this game, you know they they get up on them, they jump on them early in the game. They're up what twenty twenty? They get up tw- they get tw- they up twenty one points in the third quarter. And the mo for you know smaller schools when you play against these big schools is you run out of you run out of depth. The big team they'll learn you they'll they'll play with you in the first half mm. and then they're gonna say all right we're just gonna blow you up
0: in the second half because they've got guys you know who aren't even playing who are probably monsters at these big schools. One
1: hundred percent they got first teamers second teamers third teamers that are all that have all been recruited to o- Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I bet you half the guys in at. Boise State probably couldn't even start at Oklahoma. That's what makes this such a great game for these these Broncos and the Boise State University. like that that's pretty cool that's That's like pretty cool when you can go in. I remember one year we were playing back when I was at Kent State. we were we went out and we played a, a BCS school, Iowa State. Who we went out and beat them and like this is on a whole different you know scale this is like so much bigger but like the fact that we went out there on the road beat a team that was supposed to beat the brakes off us like that's like one of the best feelings in the world how
0: do you celebrate when you when you when you beat
1: a team like that in college yeah we're going back to the football house we're gonna knock down some teddy brewskis, and we're gonna then we got to run on the next day usually you have to run on
0: sundays so but You have fun. But you're young enough that a hangover is not that vicious.
1: No, rolling, drinking 20 beers, and then the next day running like
0: 21 tens, and it's like easy. Remember the 20 beer nights? Like, it's crazy what gives you a hangover now. And then back in the day, you could drink. I remember those beer pong games where you're like, how do we go through this many beers? How dirty were being pure beer pong games. Oh my, how did monkeypox not start there? I I, mean, that was crazy. Monkeypox. We got something new, huh? A, n- a new thing. Hopefully by the time this comes out that we're not wiped out by monkeypox. We're joking about it. Sexually uh, transmitted too. Is it? Yeah. I mean, don't have sex with monkeys. It's so a bad idea. It, so
1: monkeys and bats now. God.
0: I mean, rodents too. I guess, I guess rodents, right? You know, or bats rodents technically? I, s- I don't flying rodents. I don't know. I saw a uh a rat here in New York City. Yeah. I thought it was a dog. They're huge.
1: He literally had a chunk of cheese. He was carrying a chunk of cheese. Like, what the fuck? Where did he find this? This is literally a movie. It was disgusting. I was terrified.
0: The cartoon. He looked at me.
1: He looked at me too and said, "What are you gonna do about it?" Like (laughs) that's the look he gave me. I'm like, "Hey, let me get out of your way."
0: (laughs) Fuck! I saw a couple fighting on the subway platform once, and they're screaming at each other. And as they're yelling, a rat runs up to the woman's foot and bounces off and runs away. And she screams, and her boyfriend just laughs in her face. (laughs) Such a New York moment. Only in New York. Only in New York. Only in New York. Uh. Anyway, what was going down in January first? Uh, 2007 the number one movie was night at the museum I never saw it honestly I know it's a huge movie yeah I didn't
1: I, I've tried to watch it a couple times big Ben Steller fan
0: he's great yeah Owen Wilson Ricky Owen Gervais. Wilson and, and this cast. is when
1: this is when they were big this is like their heyday too this is this thing grossed a, a crazy amount of money I think but I, I never I actually went to that museum what is it, the history of natural, natural history
0: natural history yeah wasn't that impressed what it Julian this New York slander must stop. I was, wasn't impressed. I felt like I got COVID in there. I love that. <laughs> I love Fully. The, it was the, like so dirty. You're walking and you're seeing dinosaur bones and you're like, but Meh. they're not even real dinosaur bones. Eh, they, they're good enough. They're porcelain. They're I want to see the
1: real deal. They got uh, like you go there and you see like, you know, you, they have the different like terrains and stuff. And it's it's fake. Everything's how about,
0: fake. How about the cave woman with uh, the hairy chest? How about that? We've come a long way. We've evolved. We've evolved. We've evolved. I mean, can you imagine if you were with a woman, one night stand, beautiful woman takes her top off, hairy nips, you'd be like, wow. Right? Yeah. Natural history throwback. I've, yeah, you you gotta keep it, you gotta keep it scaped. Yeah, Even if you have that. Yeah, unless you're a guy, in which case, it's really uh, classy and cool. Yeah, once I hit 30, I stopped trimming my arms and
1: stuff. You trimmed them? Yeah, dude. You to, what do you think makes them look all buff on TV and stuff is when you, you shave your arms?
0: I mean, I don't have that problem. <laughs> you know, like I'm, you I'm okay see, being hairy. It's like
1: baseball guys, you tape them up, your arms are all veined up because you can't even breathe. You're oh, taking so you the do, You're doing it
0: as like a power thing. Like, check how shredded I am. I guess. That's what, yeah, it yeah. is pretty cool. It, it makes you look jacked. Did you do the chest too? Oh, everything. Yeah. Damn. It's clean. But don't you have to, what happens when you get some stubble back? You you do get an ingrown
1: hair every once in a while. The thing is, it's hard. Like, when you try to, like, I have hairy ass legs, and you're like, I, I remember once. I thought you, you going to say hairy balls. <laughs> <laughs> you went down there, he's like, I have hairy balls. I'm no, like, oh, right. I got hairy legs. And so, like, one time I only Damn. shaved up to, like, because you really shave for your legs for, your, like, getting your ankles taped. Because I used to, like, tape act on actual ankles. Why, why do you do that? Because you get your ankles taped every day for work, mm. you know, you, it, you pull the hair feels like shit yeah. you know, it hurts so like yeah, you, yeah. you take it down or massage when you we have hairy legs you get massaged a lot it soaks up a lot of the lotion so you, you trim for that as well uh, yeah i've got the cupping with the
0: hairy back yeah it doesn't stick it's a nightmare it's we just terrible. lost all our female listeners sorry yeah <laughs> with so my I, hairy back
1: <laughs> it's crazy how when the older you get you get like just weird hair yeah everywhere else but it's i going back to that story i would shave i shaved just to like my knee yeah, and fucking Sean. Sean Springs. We were in the shower, and he made fun of me. He goes, did you just shave your 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 knee only? And so I got embarrassed. I was a rookie, <laughs> and so the next time I shaved everything off, and I go, hey, Sean, I shaved it, and he goes, don't
0: ever talk to me in the shower.
1: <laughs> I was like, you just told me last time we shower.
0: <laughs> I like so the- that was like nothing to him, but that stuck with you. And I, you're like, I, I'm, I'm gonna show. That's like your Costanza jerkstore moment, but with your uh, with your naked yes. body you <laughs> I just watched
1: that. I, I follow this uh,
0: this account on Instagram, just shows all those clips
1: of Seinfeld. And that, Classic, that, that's so the good. best. So good. Um, also, number
0: one song, Irreplaceable by Beyonce. Yeah, she wh- wh- how'd that go again? How did it go? I could get Jackie another man in a minute. And by the way, uh, if you can get another man in a minute, then why are you writing the song? If it means nothing, if you can have another man like that, guess what, the song's three and a half minutes, right? You where's could have where's three the minutes? man? three as a Where matter is he?
2: fact he'll be here in a minute
0: well it's been three and a half beyonce is great it's a great song to the left to the left that was that was a that was the i used to love
1: beyonce she's great. i loved her in destiny's child when she oh. had the she had the uh what'd she
0: have the she had the she had braids like blonde braids beautiful cowboy hat yeah they were great man remember this apple unveils the iphone i do remember that i yeah remember it's classic i went to mansfield ohio to the walmart
1: walmart no yeah i was in walmart was it mansfield it it sounds it could have been mansfield but i went to the walmart and i got it and every time i would go to the walmart because there's a huge amish like population in ohio like right next door they they they're missing out on that walmart missing out i see the walmart's awesome i saw them in the kids would be in there playing video games and oh, stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, they would go and hang Damn. out at Walmart. It was like tight. I would be like, I thought they're not supposed to, ha- I don't, I not supposed to have how, electric or anything. How
0: yeah. good must video games be if you're Amish? Because they're good for us. But can you imagine if you've just been denied that your whole life? Yeah, I mean that must I, be insane. It's like Kingpin. You into you got introduced to bowling, and he was hooked, dude. If you Pin, give a kid a video game—that's an underrated. There should be a portion of this podcast where we just throw, shout out classic sports comedies. That's a oh, great one. Bill Murray, The Hair. The I always wanted because I used to bowl in college. I always wanted. Can that. you bowl?
1: Not anymore. My wrist is jacked up. But like, that's like a big football thing because you need to have like you know, team bonding and stuff. So like, you'd always go to bowling alleys
0: and there's like, Teddy Bruski's like an insane bowler. It's, yeah. so, it's so cool to me to be a good bowler. To me, it's just like a cool thing. Yeah, like I would go with friends and, and we all suck, but then you'd have one friend who just knew how to put the spin on it. Yeah. And you'd be like, how the fuck it did makes you the do sound? that? sound. <laughs> you know, like little. It's beautiful. When when it gets out, of your, you hear it,
1: Yeah. Where like. You flick it, yeah. When, when you flick it right and you hear that not like it. it's like hitting a homer I love, oh. striking those bad boys and once again 2007 I was in Ohio technically at this time I was back in the bay area because we never went to a bowl game never got to have that experience of getting like a free video game like a cool duffel bag and you know all the, the you know like they give like that was the thing about going to bowl games cool you, cool party bags you get like an insane party bag and like yeah. when you're a kid getting free free shit yeah. that was like the coolest thing ever yeah, I remember going to like getting drafted to the Patriots. We got free Gatorades there, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!
0: Free anything is cool." Yeah. I still get so excited by like even free pizza, free anything. I'm I'm still super pumped if about. it's free. Give me three, yeah, dude. I love free. What What was the coolest free shit you got from the Patriots? Uh,
1: I would. Was- I mean, you get all the merch and stuff. I got, I got pretty callous to that. I mean, we get headphones. Like, we get, I get like five or six pairs of headphones from all the competitive
0: brands. they just want—is it? Cause they just want pictures of you wearing it. Yes. Head- do, do you have to? Do you have to post you wearing it or no? uh no. They, the league has
1: relationships, and they also have their endorsements, so they give it to all the league. Nice. So you get that. I got a dope. Uh, this guy made me a custom cornhole set with like, Whoa. put all like my. My old Kent State, uh, CSM Patriot stuff, and then I'm actually I got I got a free poker, like a dope poker table that has like a mural of all like my football stuff too. That's amazing. I get some really you get people are awesome. Got dope paintings by like awesome artists. So. Creative stuff like the poker. Creative table. That's stuff. The, that's the coolest. That's stuff. the coolest stuff. But when you're a kid, you know you, like, yeah, early on in my career, I got a pair of Uggs from Tom because he would give everyone Uggs for, for Christmas from his- uh, <laughs> Boots or slippers? Slippers. I have I have the slippers at home. It's, they're insane. Yeah. They're amazing. Nothing like it. I, I got it.
0: those in a gift bag, I think, from, from Tonight Show. I think I got the- And then you're like, that's a thing I'll actually use. You know? That's amazing. Yeah. You could never have too many slippers. It's always a good sign when people are like, hey, what size are you when you're going to do something? And you're like, yes, the best. I'm going to get some free shit. So I was was
1: endorsed by Puma, like in 2013 or something. And uh, I would go and you could just have like shopping sprees at like a Puma store. That's pretty cool. Right? And so I went... Whatever you wanted. Whatever you wanted. I literally went and rang up like a bill of like $10,000 at this Puma store. I bought like every size, everything, (laughs) girls, guys... And I brought it to the house. I filled up my whole car with all these fucking shoes, shirts, this, that. And anytime time we would throw a party, I would always have to say, hey, go, go to, the, uh, go to the, like, the entrance area. And I have all the shoes lined up. People would take a pair
0: of shoes.
1: It was awesome. <laughs> That's cool party awesome. gift.
0: That's a really cool party gift. The Puma Clydes. Walt Frazier, man. Respect. Oh, gotta love them. Let's get into
1: these teams. Boise State. 12-0 yeah. and 0 entering the Fiesta Bowl. Nine on the AP, eight on the BCS, finished 13-0, coached by Chris Peterson in his first year. He he came up through the grind. He was, what, the quarterback's coach. He was this coach. They called him, like, a play savant. He reminds me of the play. Remember in um, Waterboy, where the guy had his notepad? Yeah. What was his name? Uh, Fonzie. What's his name? Henry Winkler. Hen- Henry. He had his little... uh playbook that's what i that's what i think about when i think of he chris like peterson
0: 840 plays Eight, it
1: 840 plays that is so crazy to get all that information in a kid's mind
0: is that crazy hard to remember
1: it is tough it i mean a lot of it if you if play calling and, and like personnel groups you got to learn it conceptually because a you could have the same concept that comes from a different formation or a different personnel group, and that's technically a different play, but it's the same play, just different people are running it or they're coming from different areas. But How, it's, Did people ever forget it on the Patriots? Did anyone ever, like, were you like, what are you doing? No, well, if you forgot it, you weren't there. You know what I mean? Like, you have to make flashcards. Like, it's a big part of the evaluation process for... You know, guys in training camp and organized team activities, mini camps. A big part of that evaluation is can they take in the material, and can they be accountable to know their shit? Because if they can't, you can't even do anything. Doesn't matter how good you are. If you can't, if you don't know the playbook. You can't play. Because Crazy. It's about trust. You know what I mean? Like if if you didn't know the the playbook, and, and you got a guy like Tom Brady, he's not going to throw the ball over there. If he has, you have a thirty percent chance of fucking up. Yeah. Because what if you you fuck up, and you saw in this in this game the interception that uh Zembransky threw. That was probably a miscommunication. That could have been, you know, a reasoning because they had too many plays. I don't know. We're gonna have to ask 'em.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh notable wins at Wyoming, Hawaii, Houston, uh, Utah, San Jose State, Barn burners over there in the ma- in the whack, huh? There's some bar- I actually almost went to San Jose State. I wanted Did you? to go there.
0: Yeah. You over Kent?
1: Nah, well they it was like the small school in our, in the area I grew up in.
0: So, but part of you want to get out of there because it would. Yeah, like I wanted to get out of there, but I still just wanted to play Division One football. You know, but don't I? To me, and I, I don't know this at all. This is your world, but like, I would be stressed out if I had to. Like, I like going on the road for comedy because I can focus, no distractions. When I'm here, I'm distracted. I have friends hitting me up, New York City. But weren't don't weren't you worried about friends being like, get me tickets, let's have a drink after stuff like that? Didn't that worry you? No, I just wanted to play football.
1: Like you know what I mean, and and you also, when you're young, I'm I'm so thankful I did leave the Bay Area and I went to Ohio. I got to experience different part of the country, but you know there's always a little fear of leaving home. You know, leaving your area sometimes, and you know it was a small school. And I thought you're I played. Yeah, you're a young guy. Big names that played in this game. We got Jared Zembranski. Big Z. I think they call him. We got we got to find out what they call him. That's that's such a nickname. Last names. Big Z is,
0: Big Z is pretty good. You got Corey
1: Hall, yeah. running back Ian Johnson, who married his. He married his the cheerleader, did, or engaged what, the cheerleader he after engaged, the game.
0: After he did that, they they go. Does it get any better than this? I was like, uh, yeah. Did you watch the game? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone can propose. Did you see the game? It was crazy. I mean, he's probably all hopped up, man. I, are they together still, Jack?
2: Looks like they are still together. And they have right. one child.
0: One child. Good stuff. That's awesome. It was a nice moment. I'm not trying to, you know, but the game was better. That's all I'm saying. I mean,
1: double whammy for him. Cornerback Orlando Scandrick played a lot against him. He was a good football player. We trained together a bunch in in the off seasons. He was good. This was BSU's second undefeated regular season in three years. Amazing. They were they were mopping up on these teams, yeah. You know, and and they they deserved to be in this as much as everyone wanted to hate on them, saying, "Hey, they didn't play anyone." Well, you know, you can only play the team that you're you're scheduled. They didn't lose, yeah. Two thousand four undefeated regular season, AP number ten. They lost forty four to forty one to Louisville in the Liberty Bowl. That's the year that Oklahoma. Lost to USC at the national championship. there's those insane US t- USC USC g- game. I remember them. They were stacked. Oh my god! They were. Yeah. There was like talks that they because that's when the Niners were really bad. There was talks that like they could beat the Niners. Remember that? <laughs> but they couldn't. Come on. I don't know. They are pretty good. They could beat. You think I they don't could beat know. a professional no, they, probably, team? they definitely couldn't. But I mean, that team had a lot of foot. They had a lot of stars. Yeah. A lot of a lot of good
0: football sure. players damn Boys, reggie bush he was on one of those teams right yeah reggie, reggie bush, bush lendo white yeah you got
1: matt liner yeah i mean they had an insane defense i remember that i played with the ting brothers the uh they were the safeties yeah they actually i grew up playing pop warner with them yeah they, they uh
0: they actually let up a big play to lose that game mm-hmm. against texas but well shout out to them we got Oklahoma eleven and two entering the Fiesta Bowl, number seven in the APP, number ten in the BCS. coached by Bob Stoops. Stoops. Notable wins: Nebraska, at Missouri, at Texas A and M, Oklahoma State. Uh, Adrian Peterson was on this team. I mean, one and psyched to get him on the show here. Trent Williams. Uh, a lot of DMPs though. We had Sam Bradford, Gerald McCoy, DeMarco Murray, all DMPs. They,
1: Sam Bradford, he played like lights out the year before, and then he got hurt Would he tear his ACL. You know he was he was a big, big time college football player. And Adrian Peterson just coming off an injury for this game. So, <laughs> thing is, Adrian Peterson coming off an injury in in the NFL, he ran for two thousand yards off of like <laughs> six months off of
0: ACL surgery. Just a killer. <laughs>
1: you know how like Superman you have to be to do that.
0: He's he's top. Is he top ten running back ever? Probably right. He's got to be. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's. He was a monster for a long time in this league. He was, yeah. It's going to be interesting to
1: hear his perspective about this.
0: Yeah, it's cool he's coming on. Uh, By the way, after early season losses to Oregon and Texas, they entered the Fiesta Bowl on an eight-game winning streak. So they're red hot coming into this. Hot. Well,
1: they didn't start. Like, there was a bunch of guys that got, like, suspended or kicked off the team before the year, like, uh, in the offseason. So, like, they had to find out what they were they were you know what I mean sometimes those first year you don't have the luxury to do that in college football where you can lose a game especially in this time with the BCS system where you had to win every week and the amount of points you won by was huge and, and mattered so you know that's why they didn't get into the, the big one now we have the college football which is good so it eliminates a
0: lot of that kind of yeah and this is I mean this is a David versus Goliath matchup we've talked about that I mean it's it really is Boise State. Really is an underdog. Here. I
1: wonder how many times
0: we're gonna say David versus is Goliath. that gonna be put, is that gonna be thrown into the prop? I bet? mean, how many times have we
1: said that already?
0: I mean, if you got David, you've got Goliath. Let's see how we can work that in. I mean, it's we'll see. We'll get to the prop bet soon. Um, since 1999, these two were the most winningest programs in all of college football. Pretty cool.
1: That's yeah. I mean, there was a lot of good football teams there. I mean, that's with those USC's. That's when Oregon was starting to get popping, I think. Man, things we may have forgotten. OU starting quarterback Rhett Bomar was dismissed from the team in August, and Paul Thompson took over. Hmm, maybe that had something to deal, do with uh, those those first couple losses. Bomar apparently filed... For 40 work hour weeks in Norman, Oklahoma. But he was really only doing five hours a week. He was getting paid $18,000. Damn. I mean, now, if it was nowadays, they would have been all right with it. It would have been all right. Dang. Just a kid trying to make a couple of shekels.
0: The the rules have changed. Rules
1: are rules, though. A second player was starting O-line, J.D. Quinn. He was also dismissed. Boise State was a second... In the country, in total offense, team offense must have been Peterson's play calling ability and Zimbranski's throwing ability. Boise State has gone on to win the Fiesta Bowl twice since 2007 and 09 over TCU, 14 over Arizona. Uh, OU's quarterback, Paul Thompson, moved from QB to receiver. In the previous season. So this guy really wasn't their quarterback. He was probably backup plan. Had to
0: jump in. Did a great job getting that team going. Getting them on an eight game streak. I mean there's so much to remember about this game. Of course the hook and ladder play with a few seconds left in the game. Rewatching that. It is one of the most insane uh, plays. Fourth down. Yeah. Fourth down. Back against the wall.
1: Yeah. BCS team versus... Small school team. Yeah. Throwing out gadgets, doing whatever it took to win the game. But people don't realize how perfectly they executed that play. To hit that, then go into overtime. Yeah. AP goes and scores 30 25 right out the gate, first play. Unstoppable runner. Unstoppable. So Boise State, they end up going and scoring on. You know the fake run pass, the little rollout. Where is he going to run it? Is he not? Guy slips out into the seam, touchdown, and real balls, real ballsy to go for two. They knew they couldn't. They couldn't hang in there with the Goliath.
0: It's an underdog move. You're like, hey, this should we be here? I don't know. They did give up a lead though to get. I mean, they were dominating, but uh, yeah, they they go for two. I mean, is there anything more exciting? Game on the line, going for two we're not extending the game we're going for it all in the fashion they did though they pull out one of the
1: oldest tricks in the book the statue of liberty fake great ball handling by zimbranski where he gives a little like left-handed ball where he throws over there and uh followed
0: by an even more exciting play the proposed engagement so uh I'm kidding. No, the game was better. But, <laughs> but the proposing was beautiful. Uh, this won the 2007 ESPYs for game of the year and play of the year. I mean, that's, that's pretty big. That's awesome. I mean, especially for Boise State. That, that had to be great
1: for that university. Those guys probably had the time of their lives. You know, a lot of those guys were you know not highly recruited guys that went to the big school to go out and get to beat that big school in the fashion they did. Like, here's he a question.
0: If he loses the game, does he not propose to her? Is this like a sliding door situation where where it's like they lose and he's just like, eh, I don't want to get married. It wouldn't be on TV. It, wouldn't, it sure as hell wouldn't. It wouldn't be on TV. It'd be, you know, it, we wouldn't know about it. Uh, so uh, should we do the gaming corner here presented by WinBet? Jack, what do we got? Oh, Jack, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah
2: there's another little anecdote in the uh, weeks following the game when this was hyped up everywhere. Boise State had uh the Reverend Jesse Jackson on campus. And he said there's something about that game that's a metaphor for the American dream. So
0: Wow. You know
2: it's big when, when Jesse's throwing it in the speech. I met
0: him once at a Knicks game, and uh I just I was so starstruck by him that I just stared at him. And uh and he's caught me staring at him and he just walked over and shook my hand. He must just be used to getting recognized, you know? The guy is. Guy's been in some historical things. Yeah, I was kind of like, holy shit. <laughs> Jesse Jackson, he was shook my hand. He was like, oh, this guy's been staring at me for a really long time. What yeah. a pro, though. He, hey. was a, he was a pro. He shook the hand. Let's get to the gaming corner presented by WinBet. Relevant betting lines. Oklahoma was minus 7.5 loss. Lost that one. Over under 50.5. That went uh, way over right and barn that, burner at the end yeah boise state plus 240
1: they, they won. won that one yeah that's the money line right
0: yeah
2: that's right if you had 100 bucks on that game you're winning 240 jeez
1: not our bad. math has gotten
0: better
2: i'm getting there <laughs> our math is there's <laughs> getting
0: we're getting there uh so for the prop bet the over under of not we did say that's the over under of times we can say david versus goliath i think we could hit 5 easy if it's between both of us i mean maybe we should go 6 Six, five or five, 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 five. Yeah. Five, five. David versus Goliath. We're, between the both of us, we're going to say that we're going to do this easily. Boomer
2: Sooner.
1: That, that's the, that's the horse, right? Or is that the,
2: I think it is. And it's also the, uh, kind of the, I don't want it's they're equivalent to roll tide. Kind of the saying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Boomer Sooner.
1: No, nah, we don't need to do that, that one. We're, we're, We got Dave Briskley. That
2: sounds—that
0: sounds like a, another word for premature ejaculator. A boomer sooner, a sooner boomer. <laughs> <laughs> How many times Jules mispronounces Zembransky? Are you gonna? Do you mispronounce it? Have I mispronounced it?
2: I, I think we're putting an M in front of the B. That is say, say say Zembransky. Right
0: Zembransky. <laughs> All right, let's take this. I go. I go too. Zman. <laughs> what are we doing? All right, we're going to hear from Adrian Peterson and Jared Zabransky. But before, let's take a quick break.
1: All right, we're joined here by Jared Zabransky, Zabransky,
0: Zabransky. We
1: call him Z. Yeah, he's big. Not he doesn't like big Z. He's just Z. And then to segue to Adrian Peterson, as we call AP. So we we could actually make a poem off of your your, your two names, Z and AP.
3: Z and AP. I like it.
1: I'm a poet. and I didn't know it. <laughs>
0: We'll start with Jared. He's from Oregon. He played a couple years uh, for the uh, CFL, the Edmonton Eskimos. He was on the cover of EA Sports College Football 08. Oh, that was that was I love that game. Classic.
1: That was one of that's a game of our generation. I think they're trying to br- or they bring it back. They brought it back. But if you were on that cover, and I think AP, you were on that cover too, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got two cover athletes wow. here. Wow, for one of the best football games
0: in the history of the game keep what? i mean college football legend happy to have him uh, jared Zabransky. thanks for joining us man he was on
1: me. boise state which has literally pretty much revolutionized the small school can hang with the big dogs yeah you know so he was a absolute stud you could see he was the leader of that team guy played under pressure the the winningest football organ the winningest football programs from 1990 on till now is actually Oklahoma and Boise State so that that's Crazy. pretty cool and we'll we'll get into AP here born in Texas raised in Texas then he went to Oklahoma what what
3: the hell oh yeah 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 I had to man I had to get out of the state of Texas man it was it was unfortunate because I grew up a Longhorn fan you know my uncle went to UT I used to go and watch. When he was there with Applewhite and uh, Ricky Williams, all those guys, Roy. But, you know, when it came around to it, I felt like Oklahoma was a, was a better fit for me.
1: I got a quick story for you, AP. You said Applewhite. Remember he was the head coach of Houston? Mm-hmm. Well, they asked us, We went when we played the Super Bowl over <laughs> there, they asked me to come in and speak to the team. And, <sighs> like, I, I go in and I, I go, thank you, Coach Applewood, for letting me in here. <laughs> <laughs> and like the whole team starts cracking up, everyone's fucking yelling at me. I'm like, oh shit!
3: But then let's get back to AP. Won a Heisman? Did you win a Heisman? No, man. I got robbed. That's my bullshit. Head. My my freshman year, they robbed me, man. That's some bull. Yeah, yeah. But I was told though. They told me, you know, the the um, the guys, the older guys. I think it was Billy Sims. He was up there in New York. And he was like, hey, youngster. I think it was that that either that Friday or that Thursday. He was like, "You had a hell of a season, but you know we're not going to give it to you, man. You're a freshman.
1: (laughs) I think you moved on pretty good. You did all right. You became a seven time Pro Bowler. You tore your ACL, comes back in three months, whatever, how many months? Six months late in the season. Rushes for two thousand yards the next year. We all know Adrian Peterson, three time leader in rushing for the league, future Hall of Famer. Thank you guys for coming and joining us." Especially AP, because I know Z-Man, or Z, this is going to be, mm. this will be probably, this is probably one of the highlights of your life, you guys being that underdog going in and winning in this huge game. AP, you know, losing this game, that's yeah. got to be tough. Thank you both for joining us.
3: Hey, no problem. Yeah,
0: I want to know what comes to mind for both of you when, when you think of this game. What's the first thing that comes to mind?
3: And for me, it's just just heartbreak because that was my last college game and my first game back in like three months. Collarbone. Yeah. Cause I broke my collarbone, um, week six. And, uh, so to go out in that fashion and that type of game is just, it, it really just, it sucked. Cause I knew that was it for me, you know? So that, that that right there is what comes, comes to mind. It's like, it was a hard fought game. We were down. End up scratching back and to you know to lose on the Statue of Liberty play. Well, to lose first off on fourth eighteen.
4: Ooh, hook and ladder. 14, People 18. forget that play. Yeah.
3: Yes, a hook and ladder. I'm sitting on the sideline like, are oh, you freaking serious? <laughs> and then um, get into overtime and and to get hit with two pointer version on the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, it, it was devastating.
4: And then for me, I mean, it's uh it's obviously the polar yeah, inverse to that it's, uh, was a pinnacle of my athletic career uh like say i mentioned i ended my career in canada you know had a few sniffs around the nfl's with the texans and then the, and then the steelers um got released from pittsburgh in 08 when they won the super bowl with a, a shoulder injury um i wish i would have hung on and got on the ira for that year but uh Decided not to, and and went and finished my college uh, education, and uh, ended up in Canada. But man, that was that was the pinnacle. That was a roller coaster ride of about eight months. Man, I mean, it was it was, you know, I'm in I'm in Hawaii getting ready for the Hula Bowl. I get a call. And you're going to be the cover athlete on EA Sports you know, go to camp and uh, OTAs and uh, getting ready for camp and everything's going really well with the Texans. And we go out to LA and win a couple of ESPYs, like that game and the way that it ended. I mean, it was, it was, uh, you know, back and forth, you know, we came out and and really hit these dudes in the mouth and they were shocked and AP, fortunately for us, coming off an injury. So, you, you know, we prepared for, you know, the best college football player, you know, best running back, you know, in college football, but you don't really know, you know, how a person's going to come off of an injury. Um, That's a big
1: play still. AP had some
2: plays.
4: Thank God we didn't go a couple more overtimes because, I mean, he was starting to get going. He had one run in overtime and like, no one wanted to touch him, but he was just had that extra gear. So, um, no, it was great memories. I mean, it's a lot of those things happened that have led me to, to where I'm at today. So very, very appreciative and grateful for it. That's awesome. So like, I got a question,
1: AP, all, all like, this is both of your perspectives being Oklahoma going to the, the Fiesta bowl, you guys didn't have your best year. You were hurt. I know it was a BCS game, but it's still not the natty. You're playing a whack school. Whack conference school, not saying like whack. Mm. <laughs> like, were you guys fully up for this game, or did they they catch you guys sleeping?
3: Um, I felt like they caught a lot of us sleeping. Um, not me, you know, because I, I remember watching them on film and saying, you know, hey, this is this is this is a good football team, you know, and um, you just watch that season that they had, you know, they had some ball play, they had some ball players. You know, on their squad and that team, they were a lot bigger than a lot of people thought, you know. And um, so I I remember doing that week and leading up, just reminding guys like, hey, we can't take it easy on these guys. So they're coming from the whack. Like these guys can play can play some football. But, you know, there was definitely guys that kind of overlooked them, you know. So when they came out and put 14 on us really quick, you know, of course we contribute to that with, with, you know a turnover or not but they you know they took advantage of it and had us on our heels.
1: And and Z like going on the opposite side of the the spectrum. Mm-hmm. All you got you have a month to prepare for this, right? It's mm-hmm. like a month back in those days. Yeah. You have a month to prepare. Everyone doesn't think you should be in the same building. Did this just fuel fire fuel your guys' fire? You guys had that sense of magic in this game like is this is a team of destiny for this?
4: You know what, we that that's a long time to prepare for an opponent and you can over you can over analyze and you can overthink stuff and over prepare. Our coaches did a great job of getting everybody ready. Um in two thousand and the five season, we were ranked fourteen preseason going into Georgia, who was sixteen. It was like the preseason uh kind of game of the year, highly touted. I went out and played extremely poorly in that game, had a heat stroke, like it didn't work out. We overprepared for that game. So that was like the catalyst into 20 seniors who like AB A- said like we had some dudes now we had like 12 guys get into camps. We had like off that team we had three first rounders. I mean, we had guys. Um and we knew like it it was our locker room who believed that we could play. And and the culmination of years of, of experience and playing together, it didn't give a shit what anybody else thought or what anybody else said, because all, all that really matters. And you guys know this, all that really matters is the belief in the, and the structure inside of that locker room. And so that, that was the, you know, we, we did have a chip on our shoulder. We played with chips on our shoulder. I mean. We had a bunch of dudes that got overlooked. We we were playing in the whack, man. And so this would be
0: a great time to throw an ad in for Tostitos again. We had a chip on our shoulder. Tostitos, delicious. Um, I I got to know Adrian. You've come back from injuries so many times in your career. I mean, injuries were like it hurts for me to think about. So I can't imagine what was the de- decision making process for you to
3: even play in this game. Uh, you know, uh, I had a long time to think about it. You know, and. um I had continued to work out and um, as much as much as I could, you know, um, lower body-wise. Couldn't do anything upper body, but um, I had came up with the decision that I was going to go ahead and declare, you know, in between that time. So um, it was a no-brainer for me to to try to get out there and, and play uh, my last college game, you know, and try to help my team. And, um, you know, I felt like I was healthy enough to get out there and play, and I did, you know. Um, a lot of here, – here's something funny, though, a lot of people don't know um about that game at the end of the first quarter i think it was maybe like a minute a minute something to go a minute something to go before the half i mean before the first quarter we were um you know getting trying to get into the end zone i think it was like i might i might have happened on first or second down it was a run to the left and i think hall came in and maybe no it wasn't hall i forgot Gerald alexander oh, hall, no. ap yeah yeah. 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 I came and slammed me down on my left shoulder mm. and, um, I, I found out maybe, maybe, maybe like two months later after that game, I was in, in Arizona working out at API and I'm doing bench press and everything. <laughs> and I'm just like, damn, man, you know, like this shoulder still kind of bothered me. So I, I went to get a checkup. I had rebroke my collarbone. <laughs> oh my God. It was on that play. Cause I remember like falling on it. And I'm just like, ah, you know, it kind of felt weird. And, you know, continue to play, play um, or whatnot, but I had rebroke it on that play.
4: <laughs> that was a pretty violent play. Like he hit you kind of up around the shoulder pads and then you guys both like mm-hmm. all the weight. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It, and the crazy
1: thing is AP played in seven games this year and he still had a thousand yards. Crazy.
0: Miss <laughs> Injured. I mean, that's, I mean, you should hear Julian complain about his hangover today. You did this <laughs>
3: with a broken collarbone. That's crazy. That was my year, man. Boy, you know, like, without that injury, I think that was my year to kind of make up for that Heisman Trophy. You know, <laughs> do uh, you ever get Do you ever get worried as a college
0: player, like this could do some long term damage to my NFL uh, hopes?
1: I mean, because what we see, what we see in these days. I mean, if you were a player this this day and age, you probably wouldn't have played.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? Me personally, my mentality, I I, I would have got out there, but. Yeah, 99% of guys, they're going to sit it out, you know. But, um, you know, I they knew about it. You know, I had the red flag coming out and going into the draft, you know. But, uh, you know, thank God Minnesota took a chance on me. and was like, hey, you know, we'll wait for it to heal.
1: That's crazy. So the first half, uh, Boise State jumps on you guys. They come out, open the game with the score. Then they get the fumble. They're up. At t- uh, 21-10 at at halftime. So, like, everything that needed to happen for Boise State to go into this game and, and make, you know, let them know, hey, we could play, happened. Halftime comes, and that's usually where you see depths of teams come in. I played in a, school, a small school at Kent State. We would go in, and we'd, we'd punch these big old schools in the mouth in the first half, and then you just run out of players and plays and this. Because, you know, there's so much depth on these big, bigger schools. What was the mood at halftime, like, for for Z? Like, were you guys like, hey, we're here now. They knew who we are now.
4: Yeah, man, it was, uh, we knew, like, depth was going to be, it was definitely a concern. I mean, we had, wait, 25 guys that could really, really play, you know, maybe approaching 30 and when you have that many guys you don't have two rotations of defensive fronts you don't have you know multiple sets of of dbs and and linebackers so you know we knew uh, you know we knew we were in for it we were in a great position uh, we trained you know specifically to to start fast and finish strong uh, you know like all the all the clichés that you hear about i'm sure you you were you know spoon-fed or shovel-fed those in New England, you know, finished strong. Um, so, and we knew like, hey, we gotta execute each play. I mean, you're, you're playing you know, one of the best, you know, college football teams in the country, uh, you know, one of the best programs of all time, you got to execute. And we really wanted to keep, you know, the AP off the field. You know, that, so long sustained drives were important for us, um, but we knew like, it was, I was a confidence builder in the first half. We hit him on a on a come back and go, and and uh, things were clicking on offense. Too. We we were confident that w- that we could play with anybody, it, it, and just having that you know that sort of a first half gives the guys that haven't been there as long that that confidence that that they can go out and play too. And for AP,
1: you guys, you guys, you guys got to be looking at you like, what the fuck's going on here? What, what are we doing? Let's go, or what's going on? Yeah, man. How was at halftime?
3: Yeah, halftime was a little rough, you know, for us. You know, um, it was a lot of guys kind of <laughs> getting into it, you know, in the locker room, but we was able to kind of, you know, refocus, relock, you know, um, you know, get locked back in. And we knew we had to come out the second half and, sh- shit, you know, put our best foot forward. You know, like these guys, you know, they, they came to play. And if you guys didn't know that, now you know. So, you know, what are you going to do about it? You know, so I felt like we came out and kind of, yeah, Not in all positions responding well, you know, because I think we had two, what, two, three turnovers in the, in the second half, you know, and it was plays that could have been aborted, you know, but I feel like overall, you know, um, that's when the game really got interesting, you know, in, in, in the second half, um, you know, you know, Z, you guys did a great job executing the two-minute <laughs> going, into, going into the half, you know, and you know, creating the touchdown to kind of, you know, pat that lead a little bit too. Great job by you too. Um nice, man. and, you know, keeping that play alive, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's coming out the second half. We knew we had to come out and hit these guys in the mouth and, you know, try to try to get back into this game. And, and you know, Jared, you
0: uh, – what it, 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 to go along with what Adrian's saying, you guys do cool off a little bit. The third quarter, you don't even get one first down. Are you feeling like – Oh shit! We lost it, or what are you thinking?
4: No, not necessarily. We lost it. It was uh, it was concerning for sure. I mean, we you hit kind of a uh, a wall there a little bit in, in regard to making the right changes. You know, at, at halftime, uh, things were going extremely well. They were kind of doing the things on defense that we thought that they were going to do. Um, so there wasn't any like real big surprises. There weren't any crazy exotic looks or blitzes. I mean, it was. You know they were they were a quarters or cover two and long, you know man, thirds I mean it was it wasn't like you were seeing crazy looks, so we saw and, and, and went against what we knew we were going to play against and and there wasn't many changes there like, there really weren't many changes at halftime, and then they came out and started showing us a couple different looks um, and we just kind of you know you couldn't get that momentum going, and you could feel it, you could feel it a little bit and you see some guys like kind of trying to hold on and when you play that hold on that that not lose sort of game that's when the stuff starts to like move away from you a little bit and uh you know good better and different that's that's kind of the the route that that game took there in the third quarter. And then Paul Thompson started to get going. Uh and uh Iglesias and, and uh you know a couple of their receivers started to get going. AP started to get some more touches. Uh and then and then AP's backup um Alan Patrick. Patrick yeah he I mean he wasn't having a bad game either so they you know they you could start to feel it and you want to you know you want to hit him with that big play and it just like you know, you just kind of bang your head against the wall there a little bit, not get going. So you could feel it. I don't think there was a bunch of concern, but there were spots like on our sideline that you could feel guys. OK, if we could just make it to the fourth quarter. OK, if we could just get through the fourth quarter and uh, we needed to, we needed to attack a little bit more. That's kind of where that game started to trend.
1: Yeah. So you guys go back and forth. Somehow, Oklahoma, they get back in this ball game. Punch you guys back in the face. Say, hey, little guys, we're here. We're we're not not letting you guys run away with this. But then Boise State comes back. It's going back and forth. The play that sticks out to me, and it sticks out to everyone. We all talk about the Statue of Liberty play, but the hook and ladder on the 4th and 18. Like, what kind of... Chris Peterson's known to be a big play guy what you guys had like 800 plays or something like we're like how how often did you guys work on this play i know we had a desperado situation every friday we would yep. always go over these types of plays yep last play you know whatever i mean like did you guys have this thing in the back pocket all year
4: so no 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 no. we had the hook we had the statue in the back pocket um uh, because we knew that was a that we knew that was a play it was our friday our walkthrough uh You know, we had Big Band and Hail Mary and and Circus. And the crazy thing is week nine of the season, we're in on the chalkboard and Coach P comes in. We're in the QB room. He's like, hey, what do you guys think about this? And it's it's freaking Friday. Like, we're just touching base. We're going to go walk, you know, walk the place. What do you guys think about this? And it was three by one set, right? It's trips. He goes, what if we, and we would used to run it to number two on the trip side, the hook. And then the ladder would come in to the blocker side. And he was like, man, there's just always so much. Like, why the hell are you thinking about this play right now and making a change? Like, the guy was a genius for that alone. So he's like, we're going to throw it to the single receiver side because everybody's eyes are going to be over there. And the blocking is going to get congested. He's like, we're going to throw the hook to the single and then run number two on the ladder. And we put that in week nine. And that we, that play was called Circus because it was a damn Ringling Brothers act, man. Like, you'd get to the hook, and then the ladder would come. The ball would, like, spray. Dudes would be, like, doing cartwheels. You'd get to, like, three or four pitches. The, you know, lineman would end up, end up having it. Like, that play never worked, man, ever. So we get that call on the sideline. And I'm, like, I look over. And I, I said, looked back, like, Hey, give it to me again. And he's saying, oh, sure. Shit circus. I'm like, all right guys. And man, the, the looks in the huddle were like, as if I called deuce right 22 zone, like, <laughs> boom. Okay. No one blinked an eye, like no one asked, Hey, what was it called? Like on one-on-one ready and everybody out like, and that was the difference, man. That was like the difference between being a good team and a great team and a great team that could play with pressure it was like the guys were just dialed in and i think there's a little bit of brainwashing i mean like you guys can execute any play you got to call the play scientology perfect practice thursdays like we would practice yeah. all day thursday yeah and and i shit you not we had like two practices where a ball never touched the i mean like professional shit ball never touched the ground a guy didn't take a wrong step we didn't have to repract replay a single play like and that was a lot of a lot of this and a lot of you know extra belief in yourself that you know i'm trying to instill in these kids now man like it's that that makes more difference than you know outside of you know a a guy like ap who's got tons of tons of talent but he's a hard worker too like the hard work and that belief can overcome a lot right so
0: it's like out of a movie. It's like out of the replacements or some. It's one of the things if you, you see in real life and you're like, that shit's not supposed to work in yeah. real life. That's like a movie play yeah. where you're like, how does this work? So, I mean, epic. On a fourth down, Yeah. on a play they put
1: in the Friday before, that's exactly what that is, a team that performs under pressure. Now, AP, they hit this hook and ladder for a tug. Yeah. What is, are you guys starting to say, oh, shit, this team's a little team of destiny action going right now or what?
3: (laughs) That's what it felt like to me. Because like you say, not only do they complete the hook and ladder, they score a touchdown on it. You know, fourth and 18, you know, it's like, even if the receiver who caught the ball, if he would have dove for it, I'm thinking he probably would have got the first down. And now we got to, you know, tighten back up and try to hold them. But they score a touchdown, you know. So just like ah, you come, up, you you get you coming from a mode of, okay, we've been playing from behind the entire game, you know. Now you know, here we are, you know, with the lead, um, and this happens, you know. Now you know, pretty much you're looking at it. Like, okay, now we got to go into overtime, and you know, we felt pretty good about you know going into overtime because we was like, okay, we should be able to outlast these guys, you know. Uh, I mean, it's overtime session, you know, so uh, unfortunately it didn't work out that way, but you know,
0: (laughs) you came out of the gate with a touchdown in overtime. I mean, you, you did throw the
3: first punch in overtime at that point, you got to be feeling pretty good. Yeah. I felt really good. You know, took it to the left side, was able to kind of tiptoe in, you know, in the end zone, kick the field goal and uh, put our defense out there, you know, and, you know, we felt pretty good about those guys and holding up and you know um you know giving us another chance um uh, to get the ball if they score but you know to to hold them and keep them from from scoring
4: jeez Sam, I, Julian, I, let me let me back up just one step and tell you a story so it's 2004 2005 we played two really good schools in the bowl games right and it goes down like all the way down to the wire i remember we, we lose 44 to 40 to louisville i throw a 50 yard hell mary we get picked off i'm on the stand getting the mvp after the game people were happy i'm not happy um team's disappointed we went 11 and 0 we played boston college and matt ryan at home the following year it's 27 21 we're driving i'm holding 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 i force a ball on a double move to our tight end going in i throw an interception we lose the game i'm on the stand next to matt ryan i'm getting the offensive mvp getting booze which had a bad I, we didn't have a great year and that game ended you know not like we wanted to so before that drive that we go down to to you know complete the hook and ladder and going overtime I throw a pick on the left sideline
1: yeah now wait, I, I got a question was that was that rolled and was he were you throwing the comeback because it, it looked like yeah it was all there was some kind of too high over there and, and it was miscommunication between yeah you and the so it's all
4: it was it was all goes you know three by one all go and I throw to the field and I thought I'd seen quarters and this, the corner was pretty soft and the safety just backed straight up. He didn't go here at all to the sideline. So when I hitched and I, I, I like did a quick hitch and then a reset and threw on the reset and my receiver Dryson James kind of like gave one of these, which was like an in-between breakdown. Okay. I'm going. And and uh, he comes back or he goes and the corners, they're sitting. So my mom is like, I've got 35 people in the stands. My mom gets up, goes to the bathroom. Apparently she's like crying, feeling bad for her son. Right. And uh, she misses the whole last drive. My cousin's got to go oh my like, god! In the causeway to the bathroom. Like, Hey, Tana, they're going to overtime.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's, hey, sure. I promise you this, man, when you do that pick, I knew it was over. I'm like, this game is, is locked cause you know, the comeback and how everything just played out, you know, us scoring a touchdown again, a two point conversion and then, you know, coming back and that miscommunication and just walking and him yeah, walking into the end zone. You know, we knew at that point the game was over.
0: <laughs> how, how brutal would it be if after Adrian scored the touchdown, she's like, that's it, I'm going to the bathroom again. I can't see this, it's over. <laughs> yeah
4: yeah we yeah we we would have had a conversation for sure, But you
0: left at least you left a minute two, i think, left on the clock for this drive, so you 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 threw a pick, but you you gave yourself a shot at least
4: yeah, man, we knew you know someday Matthew McConaughey before he got too old, was going to be playing Jared Zabransky in a Disney movie or something, so we <laughs> we wanted one oh two left
0: <laughs>
4: now.
1: You guys go in, you guys have your your side of the ball. You guys get, get offense for your, the overtime rules. You start on the twenty-five, you drive down, you have that little wildcat play. Yeah. Where who was uh who was the
4: Vinny Peretta? So I went out on Peretta to Skoman. Sc- to Schumann, yeah. Schumann? Yeah. And Schumann was a stud, man. Played for like five or six years in the NFL. Uh had a pretty big game to that point. And, and Vinnie Pred is a freshman out of SoCal, man, just surfer mentality. Like, yeah, like the the great thing was like, he didn't know the capacity of the game and like, what was like, what was really on the line. He was just out there like, bro, just give me the ball. I'll throw it. Right. So I go out on motion and I, before we break the huddle, like we're on the sideline talking about, it, I'm like, are you serious? You're going to give the ball to like i loved the chance but you're gonna give the ball to a freshman on fourth down and we're gonna throw a halfback pass are you kidding me like this what i'm thinking like coach p's like no 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 it's gonna work it's gonna work then he just sell the run a little bit and sure shit
1: i mean it was you guys you guys score and you go to the huddle and it, it's like you guys didn't bat an eye you guys, did you know you were going to go for two if you guys scored going into this drive?
4: We did. Well, no, we didn't going into the drive, but, uh, you know, we, we knew we were going to go for two if we scored. they late. Um, and then, you know, something else that we go over and talk about it. And every time that we broke the huddle early with the receivers on hurry up, Rufus and the rest of the linebackers were, hey, they're throwing a bubble. Hey, they're throwing a bubble or watch the screen, watch the screen, watch the screen. So that was something we didn't have in, in that play and on the sideline say, Hey, let's break the huddle early, you know, get the receivers out there there's linebackers that are giving a lot of attention. When we break the huddle early with receivers, we'll just add a little extra misdirection. Um, you know, got the ball on the left hash, you know, did that whole thing. Make sure my guys were lined up, you know, cause right there, you just, <laughs> the last thing that you want, you've got a play that, you know, I mean, we ran this play 50 times during the regular season in practice. And you all know like you want to play two or three times scout teams like oh oh there's a formation like watch watch the bubble or watch statue. they never ever once picked this play up we were like oh, you know this is really good and another the thing that changed for us two guys was about week three uh, a kid named nick lomax whose dad was neil lomax the the cardinal big tall dude out of oregon who's a starting quarterback for the Cardinals for a number of years. Well, Nick's messing Backup around with, right. with the ball handling on the sideline during practice. And he's like, Hey, what if we did this with the ball? Like, and he's showing coach P and coach P's like, that's slick. It's like, Zeke, can you do that? Yeah, absolutely. Let me try. You know, because was before it was just like pump with the ball and then you hand the ball off. Right. But I don't think that's going to work like that, especially getting that sort of attention and misdirection. So then there was, it, God always is at work. And he had that planned like way, way back when. And I'm telling you, man, there was like so many things that went into that. Like, I mean, beyond the hard work and the blood, sweat and tears and the five years of, you know, this, that, and the other that we could talk about. I'm sure all of us can talk about stories that we have that are great, that, you know, these buildups, but there's like so many intricate things that you're like, Man, if that one thing would have happened, like none of that other stuff would have happened. It's crazy.
0: You ever think that even if you like just, if you just drop the ball, like there's some, the way you fake it looks like unnatural, you know? So
4: there's like, if you watch the film closely, I miss Ian Johnson's feet by this much. Like we damn near clipped feet as he's running by. Like, I mean, legit, it was an inch, inch and a half that I miss his foot and he runs in. Cause I hand it behind my back and like my, my coaching uh, tip is like, Hey, make sure he grabs the ball. Right. And he, his, he's like, he's looking at it, grabbing it. And like, he, he goes, and I start like a, basically like a redrop. I start dropping again. And as I'm dropping my left foot or my right foot, rather, like, like right over the top of his foot and it tripping him right there, y'all oh. <laughs> yeah. AP.
1: Oh. Play you played in the I mean, you've had an outstanding career, college and pros. Like, have you ever thought about this game and the butterfly effect it had on on your career or, or is this game just you erased it from your memory? Is it just a an erase game?
3: No, it's definitely not a erase. You know, uh it's one I think uh think about it often. And I talk about it often too, you know, it was just such a, it was, it was a competitive game and just back and forth and up and down and just, you know, um, everything that has come from the game, you know, as well, kind of, kind of keeps it alive. You know, it, it was just that type of magical game and how it played out, you know, in, in their favor, but, um. Yeah, I talk about it often. My my boy, Marcus Walker, actually, he coaches at Louisiana Tech now. He was just down here doing some recruiting. And, um, you know, I was talking to him about coming on, you know, with you guys and, you know, talking about the game and whatnot. So he was like, yeah, man, I was just talking to uh, I was talking to some of my, you know, my players, uh, you know, about the game and some of the lessons and stuff that was learned throughout that game, you know. So, um, It's a part of it's a it's a part of my history, man. So I I can't forget about it. I you know I would like to, but it was such a magical game, and you know the David and Goliath theme they had, you know, to this game, and just based on my mentality and how I think, um, it was it was meant to happen, man. You know that game was meant to happen. A lot of guys to continue to to fight and not giving up and having faith because I'm I'm big on that myself, you know. Um, So to be a part of that game, you know, even though I was on the lose it the end, it, it, was, it was still a blessing. Jared,
0: I got to ask awesome. you, you get back to Boise, what's the party like? Are people going nuts? Any memories of just craziness? Man. Yeah,
4: yeah, I mean, we had like uh, a day or two later, we had, you know, like the rally and the parade and, you know, ended up on the footsteps of the Capitol building and, man, it was, ma- I mean, it, <laughs> It's humbling uh, to be a part of college football history and, and to come on shows like y'all's and to continue to talk about it and to be across the field from uh, sure ballot, you know, first ballot a Hall of Famer, um, and and to have those memories are just you know quintessential in in my life and where I am today and being able to share those same stories uh, with my kids and with the kids that you know I work with, but man, it was. It was the single biggest event that Boise, Idaho has ever had, and uh, Boise, Idaho has been the hottest real estate market for like the past five years. It's one of the fastest growing cities. It's like, and if you look at two thousand Boise bias,
0: I've never heard that. I'm well, know. death tax. There's a big death
1: tax in in that Idaho true? that people are going there for potatoes and
4: college football. That's what Boise does. Might <laughs> cutting you off. If, if you look at oh five to like now, y'all like that there was like less than 10% out-of-state tuition in 2005. Now it's like 60%. You look at the growth pattern from like, you know, right before that game to now, it's it, – you, if you put a pin on one thing that's happened in Boise, Idaho's history, that was it. And it's – you know, people argue that the, uh, you know, the Hail Mary and the band on the field, those games were better. And I'm sure AP would be like, yeah, those games were better. But uh, for Boise, Idaho, that was, you know, the biggest biggest college football game ever
1: you guys got, you guys want to ask any, you guys want to ask a question to each other? Anything you want to know about one?
4: No, I man. I mean, he, he's another, This a Houston native. I'm a, I'm a transplant, but I've been here since 07. Uh, I know we run around some of the same circles, but just a ton of respect for the AP um, followed your career closely and uh, just a stud, man. And I, it would, uh, it would be cool to, to cross paths again
3: and uh, catch up. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that, man. I'll, um, I'll make sure before we, you know, get off, and get your contact. Cool. We we'll link up. I'm on that side kind of often. My mom lives out there. Um, She's out little, here in Spring. Well, a little more towards Conroe. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm out that way. So we'll make that. Happen. We'll make that happen. But yeah, a lot of respect for you too, man. Like I said, you know, leading up into that game, man, I, I watched. And I, you know, I was telling guys, hey, this quarterback, is nice. They got, they got some good players. You know, you need to. Make sure y'all be on your stuff, you know. So I had a lot of respect for you. Appreciate that.
1: And we had a we had a we had a proposal right after on TV. Yeah. <laughs>
3: that's that's what I hate the most about. This yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> hey.
1: Other running back just getting getting engaged up on on field. Like, what is this? A
4: di- this a Disney movie. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, AP hates that, but think about it. We we got like 20 seniors who are like, wait, what did you just do? Like you made this about a proposal, dude. Like, <laughs> what? Come on, man. It was so funny. They're
0: still together, apparently, though. So, apparently, apparently they have a child. Yeah.
4: They, I think they've got two or, th- yeah, they got a couple. And, and Ian's a good enough dude. Uh, just ill timed. I'm not big at, i um, did it after, not Berea, but uh, Correa did it after World Series. Like, no, save it, save it. Other dude, do it. A, you, you got a bunch of dudes on your team that work their stinking tail off. To have this event, not your proposal, bruh. It's like, knock I've down. seen
0: worse. I, I've seen. I mean, look, I'm a stand-up comic. I've seen people propose at my shows in a strip mall, and I'm like, you could do better. Come on, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's do a little better. So that I've seen worse, but yeah, it's it's a it's a team moment. Why are you doing that? I'm with you. Yeah,
3: yeah. So when I was in Minnesota, we end up um, bringing in, in Johnson. We brought him in. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I got in his ass. I'm like, bro, like you really go. Gonna- <laughs> proposed to your girl he's just and i just had to take the moment to do that and it was just (laughs) watching it irked me because it's like the look on his face he was just like we was just so happy and just like (laughs) like that's love into the wound. it's like
4: (laughs) oh man i hope you i hope you uh haze the shit out of him
3: Yeah. Yeah. got a little payback, but (laughs) like you said, man, he's a hell of a guy, man. He was, he was really cool. Great personality. I I, I love the time that he was there. And then again, to know that guy, he was cool. Yeah. Wow.
1: That's awesome, man. I appreciate you guys coming on here and uh, explaining your perspective. I mean, this, I remember watching this game. I was in college when this game was going playing at Kent state, and this was—we didn't go to bowl games, so I—we I, had the time off. I had plenty of time to watch this game, uh, but like this was one of the most memorable games I rem- i remember in in my college career and in growing up around the game, uh, like the fireworks it had, the hook and ladder. You have AP on the other side; who was like the best? He was AP was God in college football and in the league. Like it was—it just it had everything. And and you guys were the two stars of this of this thing. And, you know, we're very grateful to have you guys come on Games with Names presented by WinBet. Thank you, fellas. You'll have an awesome package coming to you. We got to give a shout-out to Z's D1 training facility out there. And he's, he's taking over Houston. He's got a bunch of
3: Boise and AP. Are you still playing, AP? I'm on it, man, God's willing, you know. Playing on, uh, you know, if I get that call, you know, then. AP, I'm, how old are you? I made 37 in March.
1: Jesus. Oh my God. Running dude. back.
3: Enjoy yeah. retirement. You don't need to keep playing. You're proving it all. You know, it's not about proving, it's about the love and the passion of the game, you know? Yeah, for sure. Plus, I'm not like Julian. You know, I don't have a championship, so. No. Nah.
0: I don't get it. I'm a quitter, but uh, you're, you're an <laughs> incredible player. Both you guys incredible. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, great guests. Both Thank, great. Uh, thanks great for interview. having us. Thank you. And if,
4: if AP plays again this next year, we should all meet up for his first game.
1: We got to. We'll have to do that. That'd be cool. And AP better score some tutties.
0: Well, AP clearly wasn't a fan of the engagement. I, I don't think either of them were. That was weird. Z didn't like it either. I mean, AP, cool for him to come on. Is he our first loser? He's our first loser. Who knows the order we're going to put these out in, but he's, he's maybe our first. I mean, that's, we had another loser booked. We won't say his name, but he bailed. Kind of a loser move. Losers be losers. You know? <laughs> losers but, be uh, losers. <laughs> uh, let's go uh, with the over-under number of times we think we say David Goliath. Wow, we did not hit that at all. Under two. We hit the under. Are we supposed to hit? AP said it. That's right. We didn't even, we didn't get it. I forgot about it. I was, uh, yeah. Jack, Uh,
2: what do we got? If we count APs, we got three, but do we want to count that or not? I mean, we lose either way. Oh, we got three? Yeah, well, if you count AP mentioning it. Who said it? You and Sam said it once at the beginning, I think, when we were sort of setting the stage, and then I think you slipped on in maybe mid- when we're contextualizing halftime
1: it was our first two guest thing so our first yeah. two get so i got i got nervous
0: i got distracted i got nervous how many times did jules mispronounce Zabransky? uh only once and we hit the under there too we were going for two you only mispronounced our guest name one. i mispronounced <laughs> another guy's name though applewood no that one <laughs> But <laughs> Applewood, that that was a crazy.
1: That, like right before a huge game that they're about to play in, I go in there. And I go, thanks Applewood for letting me in. Fucking team starts laughing. Amendola's making fun of me because he
0: was there with me. Became oh yeah, Derek Schuman, Schuman, Schuman. So Boise State becomes a household name, consistently in the top twenty-five every year. Plenty of NFL players out of this program.
1: Yeah, Boise State's like. They're they're a big time school now. Somewhat. What are, what are they in? Are they in? Are they in? What are they in now? What conference?
2: They're now in the Mountain
1: West. Mountain West. It's still not. Yeah. It's still.
0: That's a weird.
2: Yeah,
1: it's it's tough because they would. Thing is with Boise State, they would always get like, they would get re- good recruits. They get the best recruits in their conference for sure. Paired along with good coaching and tough players like Z. Yeah, like you know, that, that's you get that formula, and then that's when good things happen. But thank God they have the the college playoff now.
0: Yeah, it, they switched to a playoff system uh, after complaints about the BCS. About this, because yeah. you get
1: you get a twelve and zero, thirteen and zero football team, and then you know you get you get a you know twelve and one national champ, and people are
0: bitching. Bitching, dude. Well, uh, Jack, do we forget anything?
2: We're pretty good this episode. Um, one correction: Sam Bradford was a redshirt freshman that season, and then uh, put a little clarity on it. Boise State's football budget estimated around fourteen million, while Oklahoma's is around forty-four million.
1: Wow! Yikes!
2: And then a little uh, shine on Sean Springs. We talked about the shower incident. Uh, First-round pick, third overall, out of Ohio State. Had a 13-year NFL career, so shout out to Sean Springs.
0: Way better than the Sandusky shower incident. <laughs> well, Jackie
2: Z must be on the tourism board or something because he was uh he was plugging it pretty hard. He he
1: loves him some Boise. He's probably a god there. I mean, he, he he has never paid for anything in Boise. I bet
0: after this game, I would hope not. I mean, after that play, you shouldn't you shouldn't have to. He should be uh, the governor. Some of that great real estate. I've never heard the
1: real estate. It's actually it's blowing up right now. There's I like had a no big idea. lake community in like a. Uh, I could mountain see that, life. but I, I, life.
0: I never knew that. Yeah, so it's a, like the next Montana kind. of? It's kind
1: of Montana e.
0: Interesting.
1: A lot of people going there for some tax shit. I got a. I know a guy.
0: What do we name in this game? Statue of Liberty game. David beats Goliath. Eileen I, I Statue of Liberty.
1: Got to go. Statue of Liberty. That was like. It's like one of the oldest plays in the history of the game. Like just gimmick, like gadget type play that like you'd never think going to work. Yeah. And they threw in
0: the two point conversion and went off of it. Hey, remember that movie, The Artist, the, the, the that won the Oscar? It was like a silent, it's like a silent movie. We were like, a still? This still works? That's what it felt like, you it, know? It, it, was it, who was in that? Was that with the- um, The French guy. What was his name? Yeah, He was in Wolf was? of Wall Street, too. You know who I'm talking about? John
2: Duradin. Oh,
0: that's a great pronunciation. Well done, Jay. John
2: Goodman. That's a little easier. John
0: Goodman. There we go. Let's score it. Score it. Okay. Stakes are pretty high here. Yeah, but it's not natty. It's not natty. It's not a natty. So what, what, what are you going? I'm going eight. Eight is fair. Eight
1: is fair. Star power. You had some really good players, but I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't USC.
0: It's not USC. It's also not like you know, Pat's Giants Super Bowl. It's it's
1: yeah. But if you look at that USC game, which was the next year when they had Vince Young, right. Reggie Bush, Matt Liner, two Heisman Trophy. That's
0: star power. That's
1: that's star power. For sure. Now these guys are studs, and this was a great game. This is probably this is one of the most memorable games in college football history. But that's
0: where we re- re- reward gameplay, not yeah. star power. So kay. star power, where do you go? I'm thinking seven probably, five?
1: I'm thinking like maybe lower? a seven.
0: Seven. A seven. You're going Kyler's going lower. Okay, let's go six five. Six five? Is that disrespectful? Adrian Peterson. Yeah. All right. Gameplay. I'm going like nine five on this shit. Is that crazy to go that high? The the, the amount of crazy plays that had to work. I mean, I, the only reason I'm I'm not going higher is because I don't want to fuck with uh if we get something crazy in here, but how do you not go at least nine five on this?
1: I thought the game was over after the pick.
0: Yeah, then they get so did his mom her. apparently. Uh, <laughs> his <laughs> own
1: mother left. Left. He said, "I would have sent her back if I knew she left, and we would have we scored on that." Oh my
0: god! Grab the mom. Uh, someone uh, run! Someone run in the bathroom, preferably a woman. <laughs> it's gonna look weird if a dude runs in there, probably <laughs> to grab her, but. uh the name. It's a good the name. name. Statue of Liberty. Yeah, I go I go eight or 8.5 eight point five, probably.
1: I'd go eight five. Eight, it was five. a good name. Yeah. So what's that give us our total median of medium? Mean. Eight
0: point one two five. Still kinda high. That's still high, huh? Well, it's a great game. It was a great game. Gameplay is doing the heavy lifting here. That was I mean that was it, man. Oh jeez oh well that's all for this episode of games with names presented by WinBet. thank you so much again to our our sponsors and to our listeners follow us on social media at games with names wherever you get everything uh sam morrell here and i'm julian edelman and we'll see you next time guys
1: folks still trying to come up with what i'm gonna say my thing my go-to see you next time